Hollywood go. Go. Hey Hollywood, hey Hollywood go. Go. Yes, we are going. You click the right podcast. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's only 100% legal sports betting destination, and also your home for great promos all year round. Right now, get $10 when you wager $20 or more on any sport on ProLine or stadium bets. Light up the scoreboard for up to $50 on parlay tokens each week, now all the way until November 26th. Tokens must be used by December 31st, 2023. Make your picks today and earn your free play tokens, and you could win. Play at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. Uh, we are going Monday morning or Monday afternoon, however you want to look at it. You, it might not even be Monday. You might It might be another day of the week you're listening to this. But you get what I'm trying to say. Anyways, welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. What do you want me to say, you know? In-house. The world of sports. That's what makes this job so much fun. The world of sports never sleeps. You can work endlessly at this company and there's still tons of content to cover. I don't think you'll ever cover all the sports content that you want to if you're in this industry. You wake up every morning, you look at Twitter, you look at all these other other sport media outlets and it's just story after story after story. You drive yourself nuts. I know I do sometimes. Um, but whatever you're doing for this next hour, sit back, relax, maybe pour yourself a stiff one, maybe sit back and Enjoy your vice, whatever it may be. Get a lazy boy, a chair. Maybe you're sitting out on a back deck. Maybe you're in your car stuck in traffic. Whatever it may be, don't take yourself too serious right now. We're not going to take ourselves serious for this next hour. Myself, Jeff, dudes, in-house. Here we go. You know what comes next. And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I think I say welcome, ladies and gentlemen, three times at the beginning of the ad read, as soon as the ad read's over, and then as soon as the podcast actually starts. But what do you want me to do? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. This is it. I'm welcoming you three times. That's a maritime uh, <laughs> That's a maritime welcome. Holding the door for you. Welcome. Welcome back. How are you? Uh, the week of sports... The way I look at this week right now, from that snowstorm the other day, it's hibernate. All right, what am I? I can't get into it right now, dudes. How are you? <laughs> I got. That's rude of me. That's not. We're talking about maritime welcomes here. <laughs> well, you did welcome three or four times. So. Yeah, I welcome the listeners. I got to welcome you now. Oh, even though you've okay. already been here for four hours, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. It's uh, <laughs> another Monday morning meeting, as we call them. Another week of streaming in the books. Is he on three? Yeah. Um. I'm on 3 I'm bronze medal today. I'm on yeah, we're, we're 30 seconds in. Justin needs to stare <laughs> at the buttons here. <laughs> um, I'm good to make it short and sweet. Uh, I love this time of year because it means I'm doing this and this only. And, uh, yeah, you know me, I love being in the rink. So anything to do with hockey specifically, but sports. You know, I'm a sports fan, but everybody knows I'm more of a hockey fan than anything else. So I'm good, man. How are you guys? Oh, yeah. How's Jeff? I'm doing all right. Besides my Oilers, everything's going right. <laughs> Drama. And my Patriots. <laughs> what's going on with the Pates? The, the, what's, what's going on with Belichick? He's toast? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. He doesn't give much. Can, Washington's after him. And what's going on with Kane's ex-broad? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Tagging McDavid in Instagram stories. Does he look at that stuff? That I can't attest I ho- to. I hope sure. not. I hope not. And I feel like anything, even if he did look at it, you got to look at that with the most minuscule grain of salt possible. You know, we said, we talked briefly about it, but, you know, <laughs> it's pretty wild that she just all of a sudden is firing these things out here, these allegations. No pictures or anything like that, just spewing words, no proof of anything. And I said it to you guys before, the fact that 
he ended up getting full custody. If I think that is the true story, then that says everything you need to that's know what about everyone that says. situation. That's what like, everyone always says on the yeah. internet. Like whenever these things come up, that's how it always goes. Well, he's got full custody. It usually shuts it down pretty quick. Like imagine if he just comes out and starts spewing things about what she did or what she said or allegedly said. Like it's just like, what are we, is this kindergarten? Like you come in and tell the teacher, Justin pushed me in Foursquare and he's being an idiot and said that my girlfriend's ugly. Like, all like teacher's just going to go, Okay, like, is there any actual facts behind this or anything? Like, it's just it's just yeah. childish stuff, and it's, it, it's just yeah. ridiculous. You don't want it in the room. Let's just put it that way. But, you know, team that's been pretty good the past few years. We'll fight through here. Team chemistry in the room is probably so much bigger in the NHL than it is compared to the teams we played. Like, the chemistry and, like, the drama in a room compared to junior, compared to the NHL, just must night and day. Because you got to deal with millionaires, ego, oh. travel, wives, kids. Like, think about that. When we play junior, yeah, sure, you got, like, a girlfriend, whatever, the drama. But having a wife and kids and a mortgage, why can't I hear myself in the headphones? Is it still going? You're talking. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, imagine the drama. Just, just Everything would just be so different. So different. Night and day. Having a family, kids, wife, compared to just having fun with your buddies. It's just magnified. So just, it's a, well, it's just a business. Like, yeah. you and I, Jeff, definitely have never played in a – game of hockey where it was considered a business so yeah i guess junior sure but the level we played yeah you're not making money no, you know, no. like you're junior hockey you're only making money 50 bucks a week you know me <laughs> but yeah that, that's uh that's a tough one and i forget what team chemistry is like in a room i'm too far removed from it like i know what drama looks like in a room yeah i'm too far removed from how problems were solved like, if there was an issue, I forget, like, what we did to resolve it. Was it just swept under the rug, or was it, like, a... There was a couple times, like, where the boys had to, like, talk to each other. Like, what do they do? No coaches, uh, no coaches allowed meeting. meeting. Players yeah. meeting. Yeah. Like, that was definitely a thing. I remember those things. Oh, yeah. And those actually were really helpful. Because mm-hmm. the boys just call each other out. What are you going to do? Say, you're going to call the... Say the boys are wrong? No, it's the boys. The boys are always right. <laughs> yeah. So, I remember those always helped. The players-only meeting. But, yeah, at the pro level money it's something i can't attest man like it's it's everything's under the scope like you can pretty much that's why i'm saying like those allegations are wild because everything is on video everything has a picture a screenshot all this stuff so everything's magnified to a certain degree where you have like 50 people saying this is the case 50 people saying it's not no one really actually knows but you're in like you said dealing with millionaires and pro athletes and they're in the media. Like, there's media scrums every day. And it's not like when we played where it was like you had the local guy for the newspaper show up and catch the final score, and that was it. Like, there was no breach of the room either. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it was the players-only meeting was one thing, but it was like as soon as you got to the rink, it was just kind of like even the coaches in our day really didn't come in. Until 10 minutes before warm-up. Right, to give you the game plan or whatever. Maybe come in and go, listen, boys, we're you know, in junior every now and then. You did like an autograph session or something stupid like that. But I shouldn't say stupid, but um, just one of those like small things. But other than that, man, it was just kind of everything was dealt with internally. And I think that's where people get frustrated in the NHL or pro sports. Is like, why can't you just let us deal with this here instead of throwing it out there on the global stage? But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like that's what the whole media is about, right? Yeah. They want that big story out there it's just ridiculous man ottawa that's the thing with the man like the fans booing the other day kachuk called them out oh man that's the thing like you talk about things being publicly not public whatever it may be when the fans decide to harp you mm. that's that's national news and that's tough that i like what dj dj i think his name is the head the coach Smith, for ottawa yeah. like i loved what he said he goes yeah like they're, they're entitled to their opinion my job's the players not the fans like it's my job to control the players make sure they're playing the fans want to say what they want to say they can say that i love that response because yeah. what are you going to do what are you going to say he, he had the exact right uh, – there's no excuses, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. He didn't sit there and go, oh, they're wrong. You know, right. I'm, I'm way better than, I'm, than that. What? Why are they why are they firing? Why do they want to fire me? Like, No, he just took it like a man, took it on the chin, goes, yeah, my job to players. Fans can say what they want. Plus, Kachek already said what he had to say about it, you know? Like, if the leader of your room – and I did see someone say on Twitter, I would have loved to see the backlash if Nick Suzuki called out the Montreal fans, like, for that, for booing, right? At the end of the day, Kachuk said it, he's like – the best line I took from that was when you deal with adversary, you just don't fold. You stick together. 
right? And he's saying that as a collective fan base, like just like we're out here battling. Like it's not like they're just going, ah, fuck it, you know, I don't care anymore. They're still trying to win. That's what people don't realize. So boo if you want, but don't turn your back on us now just because times are tough. What kind of fan base is that? And what kind of mess, you know, we're not going to do that in the room. Why are we doing it? as a fan base right so i thought that was nice but he just called them out and was like you know what boo if you want but it's bullshit yeah what are you gonna do as a man you just gotta sit there take it on the chin on the chin that's it they're what did uh chicklets call them the headline hogs right now ottawa yeah they're taking them all they're taking all the well it's just everything everything right now is ottawa senators out of the gate when when they played against pittsburgh you know we're through what three rows up yeah humble brag but they were (laughs) zipping the puck around (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. Zipping the puck around. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, they did what's that thing with the head? Their heads were going 360. They couldn't see where the puck was going. Ottawa looked so good. Now, that is preseason, but, like, those were two NHL teams on the ice. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. That was a Pittsburgh Penguins roster. That was an Ottawa Senators roster. And Ottawa looked real good. So, I don't know what's going on in Ottawa, but we'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Still early. What are we, eight, nine, ten games in? What are we? Yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, I don't even. Maybe they ten. Yeah, everyone calm down though. That's a, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. The Canadian market though, you gotta love it on them early. What's going on with Ottawa? Eight <laughs> games in. Eight games in. Eleven games. The guys don't even have their skates tied yet. What's going on? You know, like come, give them. Give. They don't even have the power play breakout set yet. Like, what do we relax? Yeah, I agree, Justin. Relax. Eight games in. Yeah, because you're you're an Edmonton guy. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I think like I'm like, do I wish I was out west with all my bro- with all the other fans? Because I sometimes feel like I'm on an island out here with the Oilers. But why well, there's no other maybe people it's a out here better. that like, Edmonton. I don't meet. I don't meet a lot of Edmonton fans. No. Not really, no. I feel like the fan bases here are based on what you can watch and what you can't. Yeah, exactly. You know? You know. A couple little kids, but the kids aren't staying up till 2 a.m. to watch every every game, right? So even the adults, they got, you know, they got stuff to do. So I have breaking news regarding the bachelor trip. Ooh. (sighs) Breaking news. Breaking news. This is big news. (laughs) The dates have been pushed back a week. Ooh. So the reasoning for it, the week ahead which we were originally going to book we flew in edmonton played arizona that day at seven too many guys taking too many connecting flights to get to arizona to be able to make that game for seven o'clock and that would have been the only game we would have been able to see the d-backs weren't in town and also arizona state university baseball team wasn't playing every other sports team if the suns make the playoffs yeah sure they could be there but we're not taking that risk so we had to take the risk reward factor the risk was flying in to Arizona to play one game, to watch one game, Edmonton, or push it back a week or ahead a week, push it ahead a week. And now we get to see four D-backs games. We get to see four ASU games, and we don't have to buy tickets out the gate because those games aren't selling out. You know what I mean? Edmonton, if we were flying in, we would have had to buy those tickets last week. Last week. <laughs> Because right now it's looking like they're not, you know, playoff spot. They might have to fight for a spot now. Who knows? Which would have been a sick game in Arizona. But at the end of the day, I'm probably going to be sick of hockey by that time of the year. Get to Arizona, watch some baseball, spit some seeds, uh, play some golf, and just uh, sit back and get a tan. That's pretty much what the decision came down to. I did make this this decision on a, on a Halloween party, three whiskeys deep, but I think I made the right decision. Really? Yeah. I was going to ask who, who, who realized the scheduling mishap, we'll call it, but uh, it was who me. picked up on that, that there was only one game instead of like 12 in that it, week? It was me, but I was waiting for the ASU schedule to come out, but it came out that week of uh, the Halloween nights, so whatever, the last week of October. 31st, yeah. But I was just, I kind of took a, a risk. I was like, oh man, okay, let's start a book this week because I'd love to see that Arizona-Edmonton game, so hopefully when that ASU schedule comes out, hopefully they have one or two home games, but mm-hmm. they had nothing. They were like in Denver or something. But the week before... They're on a four-game home stretch, home stand with Utah, and the D-backs are playing the Cubs. So you're going a week earlier. A week earlier. You said pushback. Sorry, a week earlier. Yeah. I'm going three days after Atlantic's out in East Hans. Humble, so, so three days after. So that was the decision maker. I, I, I notified the group. The group knows, and uh, everything's fine. So I don't want anyone to worry, the listeners. I don't want you guys <laughs> to worry. We're uh, we're fine. So I'm breathing much better now. Thank, thank you for your time. We'll be te- checking streams that weekend, eh? Well, the will be done. Arizona's toast. Or not Arizona, sorry. The Atlantics, it's over. Three days. Unless we have something after Atlantics that we don't know about. Unless you guys aren't keeping. We don't know that you guys haven't told me, but nothing's on the schedule. I'm not very good at keeping secrets. <laughs> so <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I just spew. But um, what I was going to say is that sounds insane. 
Like, you want to talk about a sports trip, like, meant for your group of buddies. Yeah, it would have been cool to go to one game, but to be able to see, like, eight now yeah. is going to completely change. Because what was the main goal to go down there? Obviously, to golf was number one. To be with the – actually, let's backtrack. To be with your buddies is number yeah, one, number especially one. at this age that we're at where everybody is doing their own thing. Second thing would have been golf, Yeah. right? The third thing is just to try and catch as much sports yeah. as you possibly can. And this way, with all these games, we don't have to commit to anything until we get there. So maybe one day if we want to drive out to uh, – Oh. the Grand Canyon we can't mm-hmm. you know because no like I said these games aren't selling out so we can just get the tickets the day of so it just makes us a little bit more flexible and we don't have to rush and potentially miss an Edmonton Oilers Arizona Coyotes game anyways that's it I'm going to stop talking about it but I just wanted everyone to know I was just going to say on that note though nothing worse than going on a trip like when I went to Italy there was a couple things that you signed up for before like mm. past duties like yeah man let's go to Pompeii or whatever let's do this yeah and then you get there and you're like fuck, like, I, I, I don't really feel like doing this because you don't really know what's going to happen. Like, you could plan on not boozing one night and then you end up somewhere sick and you end up having a sick time and then you got to do this thing in the morning that you've yeah. committed to and paid for. Yeah. So it's better, in my mind, because nothing worse than going on a trip and having to do something you're not interested in doing, yeah. right? Just because three of the seven people want to do it. It's just like, no, I like yeah. the way you guys are doing it. Yeah. I know you. It, that's kind of like... That's our group of guys on the whim. Yeah, exactly, which cool is exactly what those guys are. Yeah. But no, that's good. I think that's the way to do it because there's just things out there that you past you just gets pissed off at current you yeah for doing that yeah. you know booking things out like that but yeah. bachelor party man come on it's fun you know yeah. last hurrah as they call it yeah yeah <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry to do that to you but it made me a little sad there but yeah, yeah but in in i know of like in my scenario and yours that's not how it is like that's yeah. not it's not the be all end all of oh this is the last fun i'm gonna have with my buddies because yeah. my partner's a stickler you know yeah, it's brody that's just still not gotta it get is. brody you mm-hmm. know Brody, Tom, you know, there's still a couple, you know, Tom. there's still going to be a couple more. Anyways, let's, uh, we'll leave it at that. We're having a good time. We're having a podcast. Good old Tom. Could you guys adjust, if you were in the NHL, could you guys adjust to wearing, let, let me ask you this, like, you know, so sad, first of all, you know, what happened um, over in Europe there with Johnson, just awful, but, you know, playing hockey every day, having to go on the ice, it could definitely put the fear of, you know, the fear of God in you, for sure. You could be terrified to go out there on the ice after seeing that footage. But in terms of the NHL making millions of dollars and your performance like matters, I don't know. A net guard, I'm not saying it would harm you, but tough adjustment to make. Where I remember wearing them back in the day, like when oh. we were a novice peewee, they don't have the technological advances they have now. But back then, they were itchy, couldn't move your head without getting a rash. Just I don't know. They, they were very uncomfortable. And these guys in the NHL are going already wearing a neck guard. Kudos to them, like, setting the standard to, for safety. That's awesome. But, man, quick turnaround just to jump right into a neck guard to have your, like, career going with it. I don't know. Oshie did it. A couple yeah. guys in Pittsburgh did it. I know there was a guy in Nashville that did it. Just mind-blowing. Crazy. Yeah, neck guards. Well, you know always, hockey. Hockey's all feel. Them. It is, yeah. Hockey's feel. And your head is everything. You got to... See, now you have the you benefit, gotta see though, everything. of the built-in neck guards, right? Like, back then, we had to oh, wear those yeah, dirty yeah. old iTech ones that you, know, you never aired it out because it was just... And you folded it over to tape it. And it, it's a super uncomfortable. And, like, a lot, like Deline tried to wear one and took it off halfway through the game because it's he? just... it's Hockey's feel, right? And guys are weird about things and... I don't know. It's just uh, your head, your neck, you need like, yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's I don't know why, what it is, but a neck guard is one of the most frustrating pieces of gear it's just, ever. It's never how you want it to be. Um, just like wearing a tie. Like yeah, exactly. You know, you're just, you're at a formal event and you're just tight. You're just, everything's like in there. Yeah. It it's sucks. Like, you know, and like, you'd always have those guys like you used to do it. You used to tape yours down like super super skinny made it look like a q-tip almost and like yeah the ref would be like where's your neck guard and he'd be right here and he's like oh okay but as soon as you got to the point in your career it's weird hockey players like to lose gear as mm-hmm. they get older like i know when i was in a cage i wanted to get out of the cage until i got punched in the mouth for the first time i was like well but then you don't have to wear a neck guard and you're like nice and it's like you don't have to wear this and it's you're like okay guys want to lose gear like think of beer leaguers shoulder the, pads that's right <laughs> the law lo- the heart the longer you go in your career without playing pro the less gear you wear. Yeah, it's true. Right? So you're looking to lose whatever you can. Ear like, guards, oh, man, ear I remember guards. going to junior going, I don't have to wear it. I brought my neck guard out in the first warm up, and the boys are like, whoa, 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 you don't have to wear that. Yeah, take that off. Right? And you're like, oh, I don't have to wear this. But uh, my old man did this back in the day for me on the neck guard topic because I asked him one day, 
he's like, you have to wear your neck guard. And I'm like, why? Like, how is a neck guard going to protect me from a puck or a stick? Like the shot or anything like that. And he was like, that has nothing to do with it. And he did a little demonstration for me. I don't know if he remembers this, but he just took a skate and he tr- cut something without a neck guard on it and it sliced it, right? Yeah. Then he put the neck guard down and, and rubbed the skate against it. Yeah. And it cut the neck guard, but not what was under it, right? It's the same thing when I'm bitching at you guys about getting cases on your laptops. It's the initial puncture. It's the initial contact. When that blade first hits, the first thing it's trying to do is dig into something, right? So when you take away that element of the first layer... Yeah. You may still get cut, but they're built for non-cut technology these days. It's like a, it's like almost like a Teflon. I'm probably yeah. spitting out of my ass here, but it's it's built for that. So it's like he once he showed that to me, I went, oh shit! And yeah. like when you're especially at the younger ages, you spend a lot of time on the ice, dude, near skates, and it's not even something you consider. Like you know, hockey's a dangerous sport, but until that broke out the other day, that sad story. I never even really no. considered mm-hmm. myself being in a position to get a skate in the neck. And that's why you see guys like Oshi now putting them on and stuff. The fa- and here's what I'll say about this too to finish. The fact that this is like, I'm not taking away from the sadness of the story, but the fact that the trending story right now is a piece of gear that's been around since the beginning of time is now the topic of discussion in a pro sport is is, is wild to me. Like. I understand you don't want to wear it, but it's just like the fact that we're talking about a neck guard is, is nuts. Like you just assumed everyone was wearing it. I never even clued in really that most people don't because they build them into the Under Armour. Yeah, now, right there. Right? Like you just zip it up and away you go. It's CSA certified, all that shit. But it's pretty scary, man. And, and I know a lot of people now are making it mandatory pretty much overnight. So when we were on Centennial the other day, like I thought about it. I've never thought about it in years. No. Nope. Years. So we didn't have to wear one in junior, did we? No. no we didn't. God, no. Um, no, we were pieces. None of that shit. Yeah. I, I just remember. Centennial was the first time I thought about it. I was out here. I was like, man, there's a couple dusty skaters here. Maybe, you know, I don't know. I just, yeah. But uh, it's just going to be interesting to see what changes in terms of uh, rules, I guess, with hockey, especially leagues where people are making money. You know? Yeah, man. It's just, it affects things. And, but what's more valuable, money or your life? You got to look at it like that. If you, you know, I, it's such a rare thing. When was the last time someone died from, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think ever i think there was a couple stories back in the day like i think it was like clint Chuck or something like that took a skate to the face which is when they started to consider like visors probably like even goalies played without fucking masks back in the my, day my boys. dad like, when he was like in peewee said that he was at a game and you gotta be there like an hour before so he was watching the game before and he said a goalie got a skate in the neck i don't know if he died but just like bled, bled out Man, just, see, he, he was like he was young he was like in peewee oh man just gives me like the heebie-jeebies thinking mm. about that right because that makes a goalie's down and on the crease fighting for the puck or skates everywhere yeah. it's like even just like when you and i call games you're like a scramble in the crease they're banging away at it and the goalie's just like diving fishing trying to find there's a defenseman down trying to block you know like it's yeah. the opportunities are there it's just crazy that we actually haven't seen it is my point like yeah. But like now, all these the Alberta Junior Hockey League, the OUA, oh, yeah. um, all these junior leagues are just making it mandatory now. It's like you know what? Tough titties, wear it, you know. And it's sad that we had to wait for something like this to happen oh, for it so to be that's mandatory. The thing. That's but the thing. that's usually how the world works, man. Where do you think policies and stuff come from? Rules. It comes from something going, "Hey, this isn't working." Yeah. So I like what Oshi said, though. He said, "You know, uh, for me, he's like, we're we're grown men." We can make our own decisions, wear one or don't wear one, right? That's up to you. But he's like, I think of my family when I do this now. He's got four kids. He's got a smoking wife. Um, But he said one thing he likes to do is just to show kids that, you know, they look up to the NHLers. You see Sid do the spiral tape job on his knob, you consider that. You see the Jamie Benn tape job, eh, Justin Campbell's going to do that, right? You do things. You look out and you're like, oh, I want to do this. So he said, I wanted kids to see that it wasn't, like uncool to wear a neck guard and that you can be comfortable doing this, that even the pro guys are going to do it. And that's kind of what his whole mindset was. It had nothing to do with his ego or anything like that. He just wanted to paint a picture that it's, it's fine to do this and we should be doing this. And that's using your platform. Yeah. The NHL, I think the NHL is the most rapidly changing league in all of pro sports. Things are changing in that league in terms of the broadcast. Things are changing in that league in terms of pace of play. Things are changing in that league in terms of, policies rules whatever you want to say i I just think it's the most it's one of those leagues that's still trying to figure itself out in every sense of the way safety Mm -hmm. marketing the way the game's played the people who are in charge of it it's just one of those games that's still up in the air even though the foundation of it's fantastic it's always changing what's been uh, you know football better than me what's changed in football the past five years 
Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) So that answers my question. Yeah, it's tough to think. They're pretty set and forget that their ways, maybe a couple television deals, but... Okay, well, what's changed in baseball the past five years? uh, The pitch clock, base size, um, no sticky stuff on the like the ball like they check for that stuff now uh, okay so that's some change they have lots of changes in baseball and i think that was the major uproar is that america's pastime has been the same for generations and generations they've never once switched it and now that i think it's rob manfred who's the commissioner or whatever but he started making all these changes everyone bitched hmm. and now the viewers have gone up because the games are faster like man you watch a baseball game now and you go take a piss and come back and you miss two innings at some points before it was like the guy's still warming up you know, like yeah. there's all kinds of little things within the game that they've changed. But okay, so as baseball. a whole, you're right, though, because hockey is the fastest game on earth, number one. You're playing on knives, basically, with clubs, if you want to dumb it down to like prehistoric times. And so like there's things that you just don't know are going to happen until they happen. Mm. Right. Football's. I don't know shit about football, so for me to sit here and pretend like I know yeah, That's got maybe an unfair question because maybe football things have changed. We mm-hmm. just don't know. But how well do you know mm-hmm. football, Jeff? I know the teams well. So do you, know the, do you know the league at all? Well, I mean, last year someone passed away or almost passed away on the field, so there was that. But, but I mean, really like, I mean, like in terms of like rules or like policies or like jersey adjustments or like. No, they're pre- they're pretty set in their ways there yeah. for the NFL. They just they just print money, so I don't think they mess around with it as much as because they're the king. If you're king, then you don't mess with it. Like baseball and hockey. They're so not in America, king. so in America, the NFL owns a day of the week. Oh, absolutely, a thousand percent over everyone. Even the NBA, which I would say is arguably the second biggest sport in America, doesn't. I don't think it holds a candle to the NFL. I don't. I know the. I don't know the NBA extremely well, but I know it's somewhat well to know that not a lot of things have changed in the NBA in the past couple of years. Maybe the style of game where the three point shots a little bit more popular, if not really more popular. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. Do you want, I could be completely if, wrong on this, but I just. What are you laughing at? One of the rule changes in the NFL recently. What? <laughs> You're allowed to use the number zero now. Yeah, okay, that's okay. true. The numbers used to be very strict. <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, they, there must have been a group upset about that. Like they have they, they have was. changed rules. Like I have them here. Like, but it's nothing like. You know, making like a helmet mandatory, for example. Yeah. You know, in football, there's like you know fair catch rules. There's yeah, you know the the teams can now carry a third quarterback, but he yeah. must be on the fifth. You yeah, know, just little little or inner workings of the game that yeah. mean nothing to me. Yeah. Now that I think of it, yeah. like they do have a few things in place with like protecting the quarterback. Like where if a quarterback gets hit like a second after the ball leaves their hand, they'll yeah, call yeah. it roughing the passer. Yeah. That sort of deal. So they do do things to protect the QBs, but like it's just such a like. The, Every injury is either like a, you know, a NFL, torn, Achille, yeah. torn Achilles, you know, torn ACLs. It's just the things you can't really yeah. make rules against. It's just going to happen. Have you, did you guys, were you watching, I know we were probably all working, but the Hockey Night in Canada, coaches, they don't even call it Coach's Corner anymore. But did you watch Biz on, yeah. did you, he, no, he, you didn't see, did you see it? Yeah, I did, yeah. The, the actual thing or just yeah. like, he was unbelievable. Biz is my he, idol, he, man. Biz was the, the next best thing. Uh, to Don Sherry on that panel. When, when did Don get let go? Four or five years Ooh, ago? At least that. that. I think 2017. It was around this time, too, the Poppy thing. Yeah. It, Biz was the best thing on that broadcast I have seen in years. He was funny. He was educated in his comments. He was loose. He wasn't nervous. He gave great points. He mm-hmm. wasn't tense in order to call out players on the ice. He was fantastic it was almost like it was me and him just l- talking to each other through the tv like he was talking to the the people at home it was it was something that that panel has missed for the past five to six years whenever don got let go last it was refreshing mm. it was refreshing is the word i'm looking for yeah. kevin bieksa you didn't like him he kind of caught some steam yeah he's no, kind of Ke- on that group though with me too yeah what do you want me to say, Jeff? Kevin, <laughs> I'm just Kevin, asking. No, Kevin. yeah, Kevin, Kevin BX is really good. He's he's good. Because <laughs> before Biz showed up, people were saying the same but, thing about him two months ago. But in terms of a refreshing opinion and someone that isn't afraid of the day, we had this conversation the other day. Biz can say whatever he wants. He can't get canceled. He has that green light. Mm-hmm. Don had that green light until he got canned, unfortunately. But Biz is that next breath uh, of fresh air, I think, in the hockey world. I know Biz, you know, it's Biz, Biz. Biz is Biz. Yeah. But my God, what a... 
You know, I'm not flipping a commercial. I'm watching that. That yeah. th- that was unbelievable. I was I was, I was pumped. I, I don't know if he's a, how is is he a regular or is he like he he's on once every ten. Week. I don't know how it works with him, but mm, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I find out he's there, I'm I'm tuning in. It, it, it was awesome. I just I, I I remember sitting there. I just go finally, finally, someone's willing to speak up and just say something. It was it was it was hockey. It was pure hockey intelligence. It was pure hockey emotion. It was it just wasn't the it wasn't this political safe. Don't hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, bullshit. exactly. It was, it was biz. Two buttons down, probably representing the high button and that second button being undone. <laughs> he's probably giving us a shout out and just boom, right to the point. I I loved it. I hope he's back, world class. I uh I couldn't. Yeah, I mean you nailed it. For me, obviously I like biz. I'm more on that side of like controversial takes than being cautious as far as like my own personal opinions. But obviously I'm nothing compared to him. But it it was, and that was the common consensus online was, man, I hope Biz <clears throat> continues on on Hockey Night in Canada because, like you said, he was, I call it cutthroat, which is just a nice term for saying it how it is. Um, he's not that far removed from the game, but the thing about Biz is no, he could be 20 years removed from the game, but he's still in the game because they do a player's podcast. He's interacting with the players and management. He's got roles on a bunch of different teams. And the one thing I like about Biz is he doesn't give a shit what team he cheers for. He'll openly say he's a Leafs fan right on a broadcast, you know, where everybody else is kind of like, oh, well, this team does this good and this team does that good. But um, he can say anything, man, and he's uh, he's one of my idols for sure because he is refreshing, man. He he he, he doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, because he does so much shit. Like he's on, he used to do the radio with the Coyotes. He's on TNT broadcast, and then he's doing uh, Barstool stuff, and then he's doing podcasts, and then like to keep your brain locked in and be on live TV and not choke with all those things going on is tough, man. And he, he kills it. I think everybody loves him, man. And that's, and it's sometimes you can say whatever you want, but it's how you say it. It's Mm -hmm. the tone of your voice. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. So he could be like, for example, like the Leafs are playing like pussies. Like that would cause some controversy, but he's like, listen, the Leafs are playing without some jam right now. And that, you know, like there's a difference between how you say things and that's what people love him for is because he just goes for it i think he needs his own thing like coach's corner just one guy to bounce things off of like well i don't maybe ron mclean and don were just you know match made in heaven i don't know if ron mclean and biz would do well but it's almost like you just need him and like if four people you know it's it's why this podcast is only two people usually mm-hmm. it's how long is coach's corner two three minutes four yeah, like minutes five max probably it's tough to you you see the awkwardness in the air you see the let's wait so then this person can talk. Let's wait till that person can talk. Let's wait for me to talk. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that. And especially when you're trying to crunch it all in into how many minutes? Four minutes? Four or five minutes. Four yeah. or five minutes. It's just, at least as a consumer, someone watching the TV, I can pick it up like that. And to be able to have biz and another common personality side by side, I think that would be a match made in heaven for nice classic four or five minutes every week. I think that that would be, I think that would be special. And I think it would do really well. And it would get people like me, people like Jeff, people like you dudes across the table from me sitting right now. It would get us back to not getting up to go back to the fridge at intermission. It would Mm -hmm. get my ass still on the couch to be able to watch the TV. And like, and if you're Budweiser listening to this, if you're any company that's advertising on the hockey night in Canada broadcast you're listening to this and going all right maybe Belanger's on to something let's get Biz <laughs> yeah. and another personality to to sit there and rant for how many four or five minutes yeah. Court, just, not long oh let me ask you this do you think that a segment an intermission on Saturday nights with Biz and Wit would draw well they both they like to banter. They each have, like, wits more American hockey. He loves the Oilers, but he grew up in the American market. Biz is the Canadian market. They both are just removed from the game, and they both have very big personalities. But, but, but can you cram those two guys into four minutes? That's where, I would, that's where I would disagree. I don't think you almost need a setup man like Don, and mm. then you need a guy to fly with it. Like, oh, sorry, like Ron McLean. Ron's the setup guy, yep. and then Don just flew with it. I feel Biz and Wit are two the same personalities, and they kind of want to cram that five minutes into each other right I, it's almost it's hard to think of a personality off the top that would feed it's almost like you just want a guy that's fine with you know being the the the, the robin to batman you just need like that jay on you know. right in biz all right all right yeah all right let's see ra knows his role though i'll say that Ugh. because um say what you want about him but like if you listen to their podcast he only chimes in when it's time to switch subjects for the most part or yeah. someone addresses him, right? Yeah. So he doesn't – he could play something out and let Biz take it, and he knows how to feed those guys, right? Yeah. Like, you think he's good, good at his mate. job? All right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Are you kidding me? For some guy know. that just was like a 
born sports fan. Like, you've seen him play sports. His basketball's shit. Like, his golfing was terrible. But, like, for a guy that just basically came from, like, the streets of Boston to do what he does now on a mass scale with millions and millions of eyes and ears on him, I think he's great, yeah. I don't think he's the yeah. best in the biz, but I think he's damn good. Yeah, you almost need, like, a to get off that. You just need, like, a little professional guy with biz. Yeah. Setup guy. But either way, bravo. I can't wait to see him back on there mm-hmm. to see what he brings because that's uh, that's something hockey needed. And that's I think that's the biggest that's the biggest platform in hockey, Hockey Night in Canada. Definitely. I don't, th- I don't Definitely. think that there's an American broadcast that – is as big as that. That's as big as she gets. It's been around forever, though. It's That's been around thing, forever. Right? That used to be the only way you got games, was Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah. You hear all these stories, like your old man and stuff, saying, oh, we got the family together, we had supper, and then everyone sat around the big boob TV on the floor. Yeah. Somebody held the antenna so yeah. we could get it, and you watch Hockey Night in Canada, right? Yeah. That's how you got games. Now we're blessed. You get them on Tuesday night, you get you know the yeah, Arizona-Anaheim game at 1230, you get it, right? Oh, so it's like, I it's easier to be a fan. Our, like those little stories of like when you're too young and your dad or mom would make you go to bed, but your dad leaves it on just a little loud so you can hear it from bed, you know? It's like those little moments you remember as a kid that, you, you're not, what are you laughing at? No, I'm agreeing. Yeah, I, I, say, remember, I remember, I'll remember, be laughing at my childhood. No, my childhood. no, I remember falling asleep to Ray Emery in the Sens jersey yeah. on Hockey Night Canada. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I just remember like those Hockey Night and Story Saturdays, you know, just... Maybe my motor is a pizza, maybe, you mm-hmm. know, just, oh, man, those special moments. And, yeah, you're right. We are blessed because now we get it four, five, six, seven days out of the week. But back in the day. Saturday, baby. Hockey Night Canada. Saturday. You're not, what are you doing, Justin, Saturday when you're in Peewee? What do you think I'm doing? I'm sitting on the couch <laughs> and I'm watching the Leafs versus whoever. Yeah. It was just magic. But Dawn was part of that magic, man. Dawn was part of that magic. Dawn just... Don brought it, brought passion, wasn't scared of anything. Mm-hmm. And that's the next personality that it's not scared of anything. It's biz. So you, it's, you know, you don't got to be blind to see it. Don was not scared of anything. He got fired for not being scared. Biz is that guy who's not scared of anything, doesn't care what people say about him. Nope. And you just, you got to look at those two comparisons and go, okay, who's the next guy that's going to bring hockey to the next level in terms of an entertainment value at intermission? It's Biz. It's not Biz and four other guys who are going to take away his time on the air. I'm sorry, but you today say, what do you think about Kevin? Kevin's great, but it's, it's no Biz with a four-minute time slot. And the biggest, we can all agree, mm-hmm. the biggest platform. The biggest platform on Canadian, not even Canadian, just the biggest platform in hockey uh, uh, in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. It just you, you need that guy. You can't have four people there splitting up four minutes of time, mm-hmm. each getting a minute when you're leaving the most entertaining guy, arguably in sports, right there, sitting. I, I, that's just how I feel about Before it. I even knew hockey plays, I was four years... You guys would have a little been, a, been a little older, but like I was four years old wondering what suit he was going to wear yes. at intermission. So that would get me to tune in as someone who no, knew nothing about hockey. Mm-hmm. He always had something My crazy. Bro- yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's wearing a pink suit? Cool. And then like you stick around, then the next week comes along, oh, he's got an orange suit on. Like That used to be something I would look forward to seeing. Good point. I Don suits. All about that. Yeah. yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, at least to me. Apparently, those were one-offs too. Like he would wear it once, auction yeah. them, and then yeah. make money off them, and then donate them to it like a charity. Yeah. yeah. The only problem with Don though is he was getting a little. I think he was forgetting where he was at. But yeah. Biz is good at that sense. One thing I was going to say on that note is he's buddies with a lot of the players because a lot of those guys that when he played are still here. Mm-hmm. So when they do like those interviews, it's not like. Hey, uh, hey, Justin, it's uh, Paul Bissonette up here in the office. Um, I just wanted to talk about um, the play down there where you guys got his goal scored on. He's like, yo, Reeves, it's Biz. And Reeves is like, oh, come on, you got this bum. Like, they interact like buddies, you yeah. know, and that's a different look for sports. It's not just the robotic answers and what did you see on your goal. Nothing I saw on my goal. I reacted to something, you know. So they, they're chirping each other. They're interacting, and it's just a fun, fun look, and yeah. it, it kind of shows the personalities, and that's what Biz does. He brings it out of people. Yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'll stop stroking him off there, but that was great. Out of boy Biz. Out uh, <laughs> of <a> boy Biz. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job. I got something written down here, but I don't know what it is. It just says bra. Oh, for oh, the Matthews. Oh, Matthews, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just says bra. <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was an O. <laughs> no, bra, okay. I thought, it, I thought it said bro, and then I saw a little check, and I was like, oh, that says bra. Uh, Matthews got a bra check on the eye. He's a rock star. He wants to be Drake. That was Drake's thing. <laughs> Drake got bras? Yeah, at the start of this year, it was his thing for his tour. Really? Like, when you're a rock yeah. star, like when you're a rap star and you get bras thrown on, that means like you're a rock star or whatever. 
I just said the same thing twice, but <laughs> that's what Matthews is now. He's a, yeah, I think he's a little bit bigger than a he's hockey. three hat-tricks already this year. Does he, actually? Some people don't get three in their careers. Yeah, that guy, he's uh, he's got it going on. Oh, yeah. You know they, what I mean? Just signed with Prime. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, that, that, uh, the, I can, is that a sports drink? Super it's like cool. a hydration drink. It's like Gatorade, Powerade sort of deal. Is it? Yeah. They're trying to yeah. make them a and sports drink. They have an energy drink, too, with them. But, like, it started as the hydration drink, and that's what he, like, partnered on with. Oh, you know we got the bag with them. Oh, yeah. There's Probably no an M. Definitely an M. M. I'd say a couple M's. There's no way well, you like don't Like a Logan Paul, too. Yeah, he's the one. He founded it, didn't he? Him, Logan Paul well, like or Jake a, Paul? A company or? founded <laughs> it, and then they went to KSI and Logan and said, like, we'll make you the face of it. Kind of like Dana White uh, did it with, like, the Howlerhead Whiskey. Okay. Snoop Dogg's done it a bunch of time with the weed brands. Like, they'll make something. They'll get it. We'll make you the face of it. We'll give you 20 to 25% of it. You promote it, and then we see the money on the back end, and they just did it to perfection. And now they're like going after all the athletes and stuff. But this is the first hockey. Like they came oh, to Canada, no so they, they, they have other athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got like Holland in the Premier League. They've got uh, a bunch of the soccer teams. Like they'll sponsor the entire teams, Arsenal. But this is the what? first hockey player they did was Matthews, and <sighs> makes sense. Like you know, wow. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. So they flew into Toronto and they did like a whole promo, and they gave them they give these ten thousand dollar chains to them. That's a prime on it. Like, the, they like in it diamonds. And stuff? Yeah, in diamonds. Yeah, and they give it to all their like There's prime no their prime athletes. No, probably not. But it's uh, it was a good deal for hockey. We talk about promotion and yes. like getting out there. Like that's big. That's really good. And. Matthews is probably the guy you want to go after. So and he's in his prime. Matthews. Oh, I see what you did there. Right. So there's <laughs> that might be something to do with it. Those athletes that they have are in their primes, right? Well said. I it's, like that. And it's very big in Canada right now because mm-hmm. in the U.S. because we get we actually get a supply of it. So Especially it where sells all. You guys off. go into the gas stations. It's everywhere here. So that's what I want to ask you. Wasn't there like a whole issue with the prime mm-hmm. energy drink or something yeah they were putting like they needed to put labels on like canada was being strict about like uh like nutrition labels on their energy yeah, drinks that sounds like a canadian yeah, yeah, FDA, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't great it wasn't a great look for canada but oh well and so now they just got these little things but it's funny because that was like two months ago and logan was making a big deal about oh we don't even sell prime in canada blah 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 like it's, <laughs> if it's in there it's all illegal now two months later it's, it's huge i remember and it now, was. yeah and now they're coming to toronto signing matthews as their prime athlete to represent canada and the u.s for hockey i remember a, when we came changed. home from boston you like smuggled a couple prime <laughs> bottles in your bag brought them home i lost it because i gotta stop get my buddy some prime yeah some prime. Man, you're not getting coke here. You're just getting a little prime thing. Calm in down the suitcase. Here. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not claiming anything. No. Yeah. Um, isn't that that's talk about perfect timing though? This whole BioSteel nonsense yeah. where they're they're kind of shutting down now. What a perfect time for Prime. What a prime time for Prime to come in and, and start to take over as like the energy drink, the natural energy drink for sports, right? Mm-hmm. What that's that's what it says. Prime by Logan Paul. Yeah. There's there no, it's just Logan. I thought there was it's KSI guy. too, but yeah. he's from the UK. He's from the UK. So he's they, he's got a better rep than Logan Paul. Logan Paul kind of has a shitty rep because right? of the whole uh, video. With the, the yeah, man. back in the day, and he scammed some people during crypto. But <laughs> he's he's a hustler. He's he's just fighting through, I guess. And now he's th- there's things like they might be billionaires off Prime. Stop! Like, I swear to God, you can look it up. The article came out last week. Bill B B B B. Because it's a big deal because they're YouTubers, so they were like, they might be the first billionaire YouTubers through Prime. What? It's huge, Dude, man. we're YouTubers. Can we get an M at least? It's huge. Like, That's crazy. You must notice it when you go into the gas stations, though, right? Yeah, I try not to look. <laughs> it's everywhere. I remember, it was too sweet. I was really, yeah. When you gave it to me, it, it didn't. It was sugary. Yeah, it's an acquired it's taste. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's an acquired taste. taste. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not like Powerade I, or Gatorade where it's just like everyone's going to like it. But at the same time, Powerade and Gatorade's been the drinks yeah. since forever. There's been no real other, other than like Kirkland yeah. Sport Drink that came in later when so, Costco opened. So they, so there was no they make a big deal about like the market share. So Prime now has like, I think it's like a 30, in some places, like a 30% a thirty percent market share. So for every 100 bottles sold, 30 of them are Prime, right. which is huge. Can we get back to the bra? <laughs> yeah. Matthews, the bra? That's yeah. how we got yeah. squirreled there, though. So how do you get the bra off in time? To chuck it on the ice. Do you have someone help you from behind? Because, you know, we've all done up a girl's bra to undone it. I hope at least everyone here has. How do you... When, and when do you make the decision? If you don't have a hat, you go, What's the, what else can I chuck on here? A bra. That was my first thought. I go, how do you get that thing off? 
Did someone help you? Are you a pro and you can just do behind and over? And how far was she sitting to be able to chuck it? Yeah, chucking a hat, you can uh, Mm. like a frisbee. You can frisbee it. A a, a bra. Was it a community help? Was she (laughs) in the upper bowl and just lower bowl? Closer to the glass, over the glass. Was it three chucks? My head raced. I I just how? I didn't see it till the next day. Oh, pretty impressive. You've never seen a chick take off a bra under her shirt. It's the wildest thing I've ever I seen have, in my life. I have, but not in public when there's a bunch of people. Yeah, I don't Go know. Gone off. Maybe she back pocketed it, but I mean, she wouldn't have thought that he was going to score a hat. Yeah, right? well, there's a chance who'd every play, night. Who do they play against? I don't know. That's the Leafs fan over there. Fuck. I don't know because I didn't watch the game because I was streaming. Either way, you can't predict Matthews getting a hat trick. Maybe mm-hmm. at two goals she took it off. Maybe he was bu- like, because you know how it un- is when you're there, you can kind of feel. What it's going to be like if Matthews has two goals and he's just ripping shots on net. There's yeah, so then you, know? you just like undo it. Or maybe she brought it. You know how some people bring a they wear a hat and they bring a hat for the hat trick. Maybe she just had it around. My first thought process was how do you throw? It must have been some size bra because those things are tiny these days. Like you know we live with broads. Yeah. I've done laundry. Um, how do you even get it down there? And yeah. then my next thought on your thought was. If someone throws a bra from four rows down, the first thing I'm thinking isn't throw it on the ice. I'm looking at it going, what the? F-? You're taking it home. You're looking at a bra, you're going, it's got a bra thrown at me. You're not going, oh, this is probably for yeah. the hat trick, right? No, if all of us had a bra right now, no way in hell we could throw a bra further than 20 no. feet. Because you'd like no. ball. you have to like ball it up, and then it would just, yeah, like you said, it's thing. not a hat. You can't, you can't frisbee. No. With all that being said, I kind of like it. It would be a cool thing for girls to do at a game. I'm not saying yeah get naked at the games but i'm just saying for the longest time we've thrown hats yeah throw something else yeah you know a bra yeah they're cheaper than hats now anyways yeah <laughs> have you guys ever thrown a hat yep during a hat i trick? think i'm too cheap oh it's bittersweet so. yeah it it's a great feeling it's like i love that hat <laughs> yeah. but at least i'm supporting that guy I did it at the Joe. I got it right back. Some kid got a hat. Oh, yeah, it's, at the Joe. it's different if you know you're getting it back. Yeah, re- absolutely. There was no camera guy for 20 minutes. I had to run down, go get the hat. <laughs> I think I remember that. It, got it. it was snow all over it. It was wet. But it worked out. Oh. Yeah, throwing a hat is one of those things. Like You got to do it once. It is bittersweet. Like, it's like it, 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 you do have to do it once. And there's been times um, doing the Rage games, there's been a few hat tricks against. So it's like you're sitting up there going, man, I want to throw this hat, but my hair is so bad right now. My bald spot will be showing. Uh, so you got to keep it on your melon, you know, yeah. for the sake of the people. You got to love a hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's better than, you know, I'm not showering this morning. I'm going to chuck a hat on. It is a lazy man mentality, but I love it. Just chuck a hat on. You walk out the door, you feel confident. No one knows what's going on under here right now. High school, baby. You know, you, were you allowed to wear hats in high school? Yeah. I wasn't. What? I wasn't either. From your dad? Oh, no. Maybe it was junior high. No, junior high you weren't. High school it was pff, do whatever you want. Piss okay, yourself. Yeah, you maybe I'm mixing that. Yeah, maybe high school you could wear a hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, maybe it. no phones in high school. Yeah, Something in high school. You elementary, do. you definitely weren't allowed. Junior oh my high. god, elementary. Yeah. Elementary, they used to time you at the water fountain. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You also seconds. couldn't wear outdoor shoes inside in elementary. I remember because uh, yeah. I had yeah. a nasty pair of G Unit sneakers, and I wanted to show them off to Case all my Swiss. homeboys, but I couldn't wear them. They had to sit in my little stupid locker out front. Some of those rules, man. I can't wait to go to the school on. Uh, I get the are hat thing. Are we allowed to talk about that? What? Yeah. Are we? To go to, to the high school on, on Thursday. It's a pretty cool thing. Some people may not even listen to this so far. Yeah, but I don't know if like Jack's gonna tell the kids or. Uh, I'm sure he's saying they got someone coming in. Yeah, but do they know it's me. Superstar. No, I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm just. Uh, let's just not touch it on it. Well, we can just briefly touch on it. Just okay, I'm going to a, I'm going to a high school. I won't say what high school. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to a high school, to an entrepreneurial class to mm-hmm. tell them how to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's pretty much what you can say. It's just a little info. You know how they do it in school. You have like a specific class, and they'll bring somebody in to talk about that specific line of work. Yeah. So if it's an entrepreneurship class, there's many different avenues. You yeah. can be a floor guy entrepreneur, yeah, entrepreneur right you can be a media guy you can do this so what they're trying to do is just basically what it is is to give people the kids look an inside look of like oh maybe this is something i'm interested in right because when you're 15 14 16 whatever you don't really know what you want to do you have a fair idea maybe some kid's gonna ask you a question like what do you do in this scenario and you give him an honest answer and he's like oh that doesn't sound like it's for me yeah. or like yo that sounds dope like I love hockey. I want to. I want to commentate hockey, right? So it's just like specific. I'm sure he's going to have other groups of workers in at some point, right? But it's just like to give the guys. Because how cool would it have been if 
you were in high school and they were like, I actually probably would have paid attention. And, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to bring in the sports media guy to talk about the class. You guys can ask him some questions. He's just going to talk briefly about what he does. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. I wonder how many kids are going to know what I bought in sports is there. That's the first thing you can ask them. Yeah, like how, who here has heard of, of this? Yeah, show of hands. How many people here know what high button sports is? <laughs> so then, let me ask you this: What if two people raise their hand out of twenty? Then we just got to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you do is you use that moment to make them know about it. I guess. But well, what that, if the that, whole that, class goes? Then we still walk out. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, perfect. Yeah, right. what do you need to know? Walk yeah. off. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, that I is cool though, man. You know, yeah, like the sure. words out there and the fact that anybody even wants you to yeah. talk about a business because you know. There's certain points of this where we're like, this is sick. We're doing good. And there's other points where we're just regular fellows, which we yeah, are. I don't know. But you don't think about it, right? No, you don't. I don't know. It's cool, man. I'm just going to go in there and go for it, you know. I always, I said to you before, the most frustrating po- or the thing about that age group is that everyone's telling you what to do. Hmm. I just kind of want to go in there and not tell them anything. Was, what do you guys want to know? Yeah, it's good. You know, it's, it's a good like, approach. Don't, I can't, don't listen to anyone. Don't listen to me. Don't Just do what you want to do in life. It's pretty easy. I'll answer questions for you if you have them. Yeah. What the? Uh, how much time are we at right now? Forty-two, fifty, thirty-eight. Man, are you kidding me? Like fifty minutes, thirty-eight seconds. Fifty minutes, thirty-eight seconds. Yeah, we haven't even started. I guess we talked about the bra. Uh, Steiny. Oh yeah, I'll let you take that. Yeah, I just it's very quickly. Matt Steinberg, friend of the show, has been you know dealt with an injury or two in his career. He finally gets a crack in the AHL and he scored his first goal the other night on an absolute niz. And I'll say this: I watched the video and when we did that shot which you can find on our YouTube page. My it's mom a, filmed it. Yep, mom on the camera. Um, pretty dusty video, but yeah. got the point across. He Called looked that. and felt so small to yeah, me. And I, I saw the video of him sniping, and he looked like an absolute man. You know what I mean? And obviously he's a man now. Yes, I get that. But when you watch someone go from like Twiggy Alien Man to like a monster, like he didn't even look like who I thought he was in the goal. Um, so he got his first point, Steiny. So shout out to you, Steiny. Shout out to you, Steiny, buddy. Kidney got his first pro point. Out of boy, Kidney. Willem DeVoe's doing well in Maine with the Mariners. Like another yeah. friend of the show. Yeah. So, you know, th- that's kind of the beauty of this whole maritime thing is yeah. that now everybody gets to know. But the main point is shout out to Steiny there. And Bowers is doing well as well. So yes, things are looking up for yeah. uh, the East Coast. And I would have never known any of this if it wasn't for those boys in maritime. So I know. Like, not that I didn't watch their Twitter account before we've partnered up. But, like, now that they're representing us, like... Uh, every tweet I'm looking at, I'm going, "Hey, that's sick!" Like I love every tweet because it's just like, "Oh, that that's awesome." You know, M- Mitch texted me. I told yeah. you that. <laughs> like Mitch texted me the other day, going, uh, "Hey, love this partnership between you and uh, the Maritime Boys." Like that's awesome. He's I, I, he might know them. I don't know. He's like two great guys that love it. That love it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but just uh, I'm happy that people are noticing that we, a couple rough. Uh, you know, I was happy with the tweets about uh, the live stream, but like we we messed up. We were supposed to do. Uh, something on it's our just, end. Yeah, something on our end. I don't want people listening to worry. You guys didn't mess up. That's on us. But just a couple like tweaks we got to work out. And not even tweaks, just things I'm not happy with. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be fine. You're fine. Everyone's fine. Everyone listening. Everyone calm down. And uh, it was awesome. Just I'm really happy with the partnership. That's the first week. What do you want me to do? Like, what, could, what more do you want? It's great. Boys, I'm waking up. I see like 20 tweets from them. I'm sleeping. They're working. That's what it's all about. They right? have been humming since humming. the partnership. Like humming. Um, it makes me want to work harder. Exactly. After this, what are we doing? Yeah, let's get after it. Mm-hmm. All right. Jeff, do you want to say anything? Do you want to say promote anything? Do you want to? I'm all square. A couple streams on deck this weekend all over the place. Live so, stream manager. Yeah, we'll get her We'll get her done. Mm-hmm. Pretty good weekend this weekend, I'd say. Cape Breton West. This weekend coming up win. or the weekend that just Like back. the one that just happened. Yeah. Couple new big hire, wins. Oh, yeah, new hire. New hire if you, you want to give him a shout-out. Yeah, yeah. shout-out to Brendan. He was, he was doing a great job. So, you know, it's always good to have guys around guy you can rely on in cape breton is very valuable so i was very happy hopefully he doesn't stuff. take your kindness for weakness yeah i don't think so well, i, won't th- now I that think we got it figured out I, I have a good feeling and shout out to jam man you know it sucks that we lost him but it just proves how how valuable he really was and they had a good one and those things are going to happen to us as we offer opportunities for young people or young and old people to get into this business which is a really rewarding part of the job yeah it sucks to lose a guy but to have a guy leapfrog from us into a bigger role with the QMJHL that's a great look for us in my opinion and uh, so yeah happy to have Brendan listen to him on the weekend he was great knows a lot about the team seems like a real um, what's the word term I'm looking for committed guy and uh, Chan Man moved on to the next thing so it's always good we're, we're growing and we're pivoting and 
we're doing everything that we need to do to keep this above ground. So. See, that's why I like you with this company. I wouldn't have thought to give Chan Man a shout out. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I like that. You remembered him. You said thank you for your time here. Mm-hmm. And you move on. Now mm-hmm. Ants is going to take him under his wing. Yeah, that's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the pig. Piggy Ants. Anyways, that's all I got to say. That's it? That's it, yeah. Oh, new co-op student. Yeah, they don't deserve shout outs. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point is we're growing and we're giving opportunities out there for people. So um, that's a pr- pretty cool part for us. Molding minds. Okay, everyone, uh, you know, thank you very much once again. This is the High Button Podcast. We go nowhere. We don't even go two feet forward unless we have listeners. Seeing those downloads coming from all parts of the world, just unbelievable. I don't even know anyone in Istanbul, but someone listened to the last episode from there. So whoever you are, I love you. Um, so many things coming up, guys. You know, I hate to just tease you here and give you blue balls, but my God, we got some things coming. No pun intended. Uh, keep supporting. We're out. Peace. Free shipping until November 11th. Hollywood, go. Go. Hey Hollywood, hey Hollywood, go, go. Just where I'm at, well, let me tell you about it. I put my city on the map, but let me tell you about it. They try to say I can't come back, and let me tell you about it. Man, fuck them niggas, I come back, and let me tell you about it. I wanna tell you about it. Heads up, everybody run. Cold outside, and he say he got a gun. Niggas like, man, that's what everybody said. Go and pop the trunk, and everybody dead. Everybody scared of the nigga, aware that the nigga is better. All my bitches pick it a litter, never bitter. Niggas is fake anime. Me, I never hate the cake like anime. Whoa, eat the cake, bitch, eat the damn cake. Fuck good, nigga, we the man great. Or the domino, that she take off all the clothes, nigga. You know how I go, made the piece of man wait. The best kept secret, even hoes try to keep it, then I leave the damn tape. Uh, rest in peace, and these nigga won't be secret, sir, couldn't keep the man safe. I said to the window, to the wall, my nigga ride when I call. Got bitches all in my mind, fuck nigga blocking my shot. I know the reason you feel away. I know just who you want to be. So every day I think the man upstairs, that I ain't you and you ain't me. Get off my dick. Them niggas, I come home and now don't tell nobody. They getting temporary going, now don't tell nobody. Lord, will you tell me if I change? I won't tell nobody. I wanna go back to Jermaine and I don't tell nobody. This is the part that the thugs skip. Young nigga never had love, you know. Foot massage, back rub shit. Blowing bubbles in the bathtub shit. That is until I met you. Together we done watch years go by Seen the river, your tears go by Got me thinking about some kids still, ah Tell them hoes come through Get to know somebody and you really learn a lot about them Won't be long before you start to doubt them Tell yourself you're better off without them Then the time you will find can't walk without them Can't talk without them, can't breathe without them Came here together, you can't leave without them So you walk back in, make a scene about them On your A-Marie, it's just one thing about them It's called love, niggas don't sing about it no more Don't nobody sing about it no more No more it's called love. Niggas don't sing about it no more. Don't nobody sing about it no more. Nigga don't sing about this shit, nigga. Put a nigga in the club singing. To the window, to the wall. Oh, wow. My nigga rap when I call. I call. Got bitches all in my mind. Oh, Fuck nigga blocking my shot. I know the reason you feel away. I know just who you want to be. So every day I think the man upstairs. It ain't you, you ain't me. Get off my dick. Put a nigga in the club singing. Singing the song, yeah. Got all the bitches in the club singing, singing the song, yeah. And all the mama let the kids singing, singing the song, yeah. The baby mama's in the mistresses, the song, yeah. Song, yeah. Song, yeah. Song, song, yeah. Jamaica. Yes.
trainers. Uh, that's a stereotype. Driven by some people up in Aereo Heights. Here's a scenario. Young cone boxes fat like Lil Terrio. Dreamville, give us a year. We'll be on every show. Yeah, fuck nigga, I'm very show. <laughs> fuck the rest, I'm the best nigga out. When I'm back home, I'm the best in the South. When I'm in LA, I'm the best in the West. You can test, you can test, I'ma stretch niggas out. Ooh, I'ma stretch niggas out. I go for all y'all if I left niggas out. This shit for everybody on my test to complete. Make sure you put the rest in your mouth. Ho.